0: Bienvenidos a la vecindad. We are Uh, Las las Malandrinas, malandrinas, breaking generational trauma through chisme y chistes. We're snacking
1: right now. Yeah, so you'll hear us (laughs) moving around making noises.
0: I say that as I take a bite of my sandwich.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Today we're talking about manipulators. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. this episode and the next one will be... focusing on yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on being manipulated and us also being manipulators yep I gotta think about a few examples on that I guess what came to mind within manipulators I was thinking of like relationships because that's more recent in my life but then I stem it back to childhood And just how I grew up being bullied by a few of my nephews who are older than me. And they were so manipulative. Like, the way that they would talk to me and want me to behave in certain ways. Or, like, or if not, they'd just, like, straight up bully me. So... That's what came to mind. I guess I'll give examples in a bit. Or do you want me to keep going because you're eating? Keep going, please. (laughs) So, I think about, like, when I was little, and I mentioned this in memories. (coughs) Excuse me. In one of our uh, somewhat recent episodes that we were talking about the creek that's by our (gasps) house. Because that, like, I have a lot of memories going there. Um, when I was little, I'd walk to that creek that's by the cemetery near our house. And that was because of all this influence that I had from my older nephews. And older, they're older than me, like, by anywhere from
0: mm-hmm, a year, mm-hmm.
1: two years, five years. Mm-hmm, so I was mm-hmm. around them a lot. Those are my brother's kids. And... <laughs> We'd go to the creek often so I was used to that but as I grew and they did I mean there's that like change when they were like teenagers and I was still a kid they'd start bullying me and they'd be like scaring me when it came to Like, so, okay, so I was so used to being at the creek And you know there's frogs, there's insects There's all kinds of different animals that Mm -hmm. live there I was used to that Mm -hmm. But then they'd bring that back to the house And they'd just, like, scare me off with it To the point where, like, I just became afraid of Like, frogs, for example Which I was so used to Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'd be, like, calling me names mm. all the time, make up names for me because I was a chubby kid. So it was constant on that, like, they'd always have a say about how I look. Mm-hmm. Um, up until, like, I, ch- I grew up and became a teen myself. There was still, like, always a say on my on my look. Like, if it wasn't me being called, like, a pig or whatever the fuck they'd call me. Or make fun of me and be like, oh, you're a Big Mac or whatever. Up until... Yeah, like, just all these what different the nicknames. Up until becoming a teenager, they'd be like... Um... Oh, now I became a slut all of a sudden. Now I was a hoe for how I dress and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just all this constant, which also stemmed from, like, their parents and the the fact that, like, no les decían nada. It's just, if, it, if, any, if anything was said, it was, like, a little slap on the hand, like, oh, stop. But at the same time, like for some of them, Sumom Mom would be the one that was constantly like encouraging that type of behavior towards me. Mm. And that's something that even my dad would acknowledge and be like, that bitch fucking hates on you. <laughs> like straight up, he yeah. just tell me. And I didn't understand because I was a kid. So i feel like just within all of that there is manipulation like that stemmed from their own mom on how to behave towards me who i'm like their tia yet they treat me with all this disrespect Mm -hmm. talk to me the way that they did and when i'd speak up like to my mom it'd be like i'd be in the wrong Mm -hmm. for speaking up and like why are out. you snitching or shit like Not uh-huh. even snitching. No? Them, from them, yeah, from the oh, boys, okay. yeah, but from my mom, oh. it just be like, no, they didn't do anything. They didn't say anything. Like, you know, we were mentioning being gaslit like the other day we recorded and mm-hmm. and it's all of that. Like, it's also interconnected. So it's like it sounds similar. But, like, Mm -hmm. there's just so much going on within it. (coughs) Excuse me. So, yeah, that's... I'm just, like, that's so disturbing in many ways. To just be carrying that shit and then, like, what do I do with that? I mean, for me, it's just not encouraging that kind of behavior especially for my kids towards others Mm. that's my way of learning from it and then breaking that type of bullshit disrespect Mm.
0: sorry got stuck in my
1: throat (laughs) chile Mm. I'm trying to think of other. Well, first, what came to mind was the relationships that I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's connection mm-hmm. in that, like allowing that type of behavior towards me from men, to just disrespect me in that way and talk to me the way that they have, and I feel like. It's way more intense with the relationships because, I mean, it is as well, like, not to dismiss what I grew up with and their behaviors, these kids around me, Mm -hmm. which was a constant, you know. And as I grew up, I probably just forgot or purposely erased those memories. But then in relationships, it's like they started kind of slowly with these um with this type of behavior of like eventually leading towards manipulative ways and i feel like at first even if i see these red flags of how i was being mistreated verbally mostly Mm um i'd put an end to it but eventually it just became exhausting which is the same with like as being a kid it Mm -hmm. becomes exhausting to constantly be advocating for myself and not being heard and then eventually feeling like i'm just stuck within that cycle Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure growing up as a kid, like having these boys be in my life that I knew like, oh, on the weekends, they're going to be at my home and this is how they're going to treat me. But it was very like wishy-washy because other times I could also play with them mm-hmm. and we'd just get along. It's like I didn't know what to expect and so i just kind of live amongst all of that and then how it translates within dating that's the same repetitive behavior i've had just allowing men to be wishy-washy and you know i was just mad on crumbs and i'd be like oh my god yes and Mm -hmm. just continue that cycle of like next time it's gonna be better or whatever but then becoming exhausted of it it just got to the point like why even advocate for myself Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I just kind of became numb to it all which I think is the same that happened growing up and I don't even know if this could eventually be an episode. hmm Probably. This is an idea for another episode. hmm <clears throat> Because I think we talked about this in one of these recent episodes. Yeah. Well, we were talking about liars. hmm And I don't know if you or me said something about, like, something along the lines of, like, letting people get away with certain behavior Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and so what comes to mind it doesn't necessarily have to be like sure we could put this title on them of manipulators liars cheaters fucking whatever right there's Mm -hmm. different ways or being gaslit all these different um vocab that's being used now Mm -hmm. but when it comes to that like allowing people to get away <clears throat> with wish it mm-hmm. i'm thinking of an episode of how <clears throat> that very much applies to the men in our family mm, yeah that as the mujeres in our family we become so exhausted to their ways that it's like we just become numb and we become just concede practically. Yeah. because we already know their behaviors and so what sucks is that they're so accustomed to that that they just get away with it it becomes exhausting for us to constantly advocate for ourselves and feel like we're talking about all these experiences yet for all of you men This doesn't even like, it was never something that they even had to think about. They just get to be and behave and live without any fucking consequences. And if we happen to call them out, Mm -hmm. they just dismiss it anyway. Because mm-hmm. I know that if I were to say any of this... I mean, the the boys that I mentioned <coughs> here that are my nephews that treated me how they did. <clears throat> there's been so many times, not just as a kid, that, I've, that I would speak up for myself. But also as a teenager and also Sorry, younger adult and mm-hmm. even now. Not so much in recent years now because I already did. like in my 20s for example Mm -hmm. call them out or yeah just talk shit to them yell at them um because i had so much anger and hurt towards them that for them it's just kind of like why are you freaking out Mm -hmm. over this one little thing that has nothing to do with that and that's the common theme i've realize with the family that <clears throat> i could be um exploding over fucking spilled ketchup and it's gonna take me back to the beginning of all this repressed emotions i've had because we just explode after a while that it's like fuck enough of the shit and when that happens, it it's on them what they're going to do. But for the most part, they're going to dismiss it and they're just going to keep continuing living their lives. So then it comes back to us that we're acknowledging what's happened to us, how we feel about it, how our body even explodes because of all these emotions that we've been carrying. Then it becomes on us to decide How much more are we even going to allow with these people or even be around them? But then there's consequences to that. Which is what sucks for us because we keep carrying the emotions even if we silence ourselves because we know we're not going to get anywhere else further with this. Mm -hmm. It's like how do we end up processing those emotions so we don't carry them anymore and i don't really have an answer for that because sometimes it's this you know like for us if we have a fucking podcast focused on all this shit that we've been through that's going to remain there yeah if people can connect with that and it reminds them of shit they've been through then that's fucking amazing But it's like, for us, it does help to just talk about it. Mm
0: -hmm. Another way to release, like... mm, Emotion-wise, like... Intense emotions. We should go... And I encourage anyone to. Everyone. To go... To what is it called? Uh, what is it called? I don't what what have my said? phone. <laughs> 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 I'm literally recording on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's where you go to a room and you break shit. What is it called? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> it's not a panic room,
1: it's a No, and I know the places like that exist. Like, I could say also dancing, things like that. Mm-hmm. But there's other little ways of taking care of oneself. I feel like that's the main thing. Like, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have these kind of memories that come back. And obviously... it could be a ball of emotions that could happen like it could be triggered again. Mm-hmm. And I know some people will be like, "Oh, go to therapy stuff." like that yes, it definitely helps to talk to other people. But I'm but I also want to acknowledge that avices that's not the case. Mhm. Avices things are not that easy, you know. People work. They have the little bit of time they have to themselves. They're going to want to have for themselves. Yeah. yeah. So it's not always like, oh, we'll just go to therapy and figure it out. It's like we have to learn how to <clears throat> be there for one another. Besides just want to have a solution for everything or this temporary curita. There mm-hmm. has to be little ways of taking care of oneself. Um. And it really is like literally any little thing like for some it's just if it means you take extra time brushing your teeth or something like just the moment that you know like i'm taking care of me it mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean i'm gonna go and make this whole like bathtub moment for myself and put all these yet and shit in it like, yeah that's not everyone's cup of tea <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes just listening to music sometimes listening to a podcast Whether it be even
0: baking a cake, baking something, you know? Yeah,
1: that's the fucking putting laundry away. Like, that just gets your mind out of thinking stuff or, like, you know, concentrated on this one task at the moment. Fucking pick a painting. Uh, Yeah. There's just so many little ways. Mm -hmm. And for some, it's social media as well. Fucking looking at, like, memes and videos Mm -hmm. and just laughing, you know? Mm-hmm. that's also <coughs> another way
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> taking it back to what you were saying how it started um, like being manipulated um, like at a young age we, I want to take it back even further um, and saying that sometimes it starts you know in your own home Mm -hmm. like you being manipulated or you know someone in the household being manipulative and then you learn those tactics and uh you know your siblings around you learn those tactics as well like um it could also go back to like our mindset like we're manipulated into thinking that we have to be this certain way like um oh but this age you should be married this age like shit, like that. Yeah. yeah, we're manipulated into thinking that we have to have the same mindsets as them, mindsets as you know everyone else. And the reality is like, no, I can fucking think for myself. Like I, if I don't want that, I should be able to voice it. You know that you know I don't want that life. I don't want to be married at fucking what, what fucking seventeen or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. Like, I should be able to have my own voice and my own thoughts. My own way of thinking, you know. So, it's not always, like, you know, like, kids picking on, you know, other kids or whatever. It starts in um, your own home.
1: Yeah. And I feel like the example that I gave, Mm -hmm. you know, when I mentioned, like, my mom. Mm Mm-hmm. Allowing that type of behavior towards me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my own mom in my own yeah. home. Yeah. <clears throat> and the same with, could be said about my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't really focus so much on teaching me how to speak up for myself. Even though they themselves very much advocate for themselves yeah one way or another Mm -hmm. so i'm surprised at times to hear some of their stories regarding how they have advocated for themselves like at work or wherever and i'm just like you're so good at doing that yeah you didn't teach me that i mean i've heard it the stories and examples Mm -hmm. but or i guess not so much teach me they didn't encourage that for me Uh instead they allowed for those types of behaviors towards me to continue for as long as they did and not just from the example of like my nephews from many men to come after that or even in between that whether my brothers or whoever you know Mm -hmm. it's like when it comes to the mujeres in our families they have such a way of looking at us like, we're just these delicate beings, but within that delicacy, they want to continue mistreating it. It's like, they're aware, oh, you're delicate? You're fragile? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep punching you anyway. Like, shit like that, like, it's still intense what they provide for us. Mm-hmm. What they need to realize is that i'm not a fucking
0: flower and i'm a hurricane and i'm gonna fucking blow your fucking house up bitch like <laughs> yeah and yet if you show that type of behavior they're not they're like why are you acting this way you're so crazy or some bullshit you know they it's so uh, uh, we're overreacting that's what i don't like it's like
1: and Cal- at the what same is- time, yeah, it's a trip to like think about that shit because we've given the example of like women in our family, such as my abuela, mm-hmm. my mom's mom, mm-hmm. and how she was very much that. She'd advocate for herself, she'd be a hurricane, like straight up yeah. a fucking hurricane and yet everybody in her family like all her kids have all these like fucked up memories of her Mm -hmm. but there's never been that connection of like fuck well she was just a kid when she was pregnant Mm -hmm. and became a wife and had to raise us it's like most of you most of the of her daughters Mm -hmm. which is eight of them that survived out of, like, I don't know, she probably gave birth to 14. mm mm-hmm. um, Most of them got married, like, in their 20s. Mm-hmm. hmm So it's like, hello, she was a teenager when she became a wife and a mother. Even younger than them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and yet there's no understanding, no compassion, no empathy towards everything that she experienced. It was just, well, she was a bad mom because she was a bitch to us. And I tried to love her, but it was really tough because of how tough she was. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet, at the same time, like, when she became a grandma to so many of us, by the time I came around, I'm, like, one of the last grandchildren, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I would say so. Kind of. No. Like, top ten out of the many that she has that I'm younger. No, I'd say you're, you're like, one of the last ones.
0: Somewhat. Mhm cuz I'm a second generation grandkid.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. me by the time I came around like she was never mm-hmm. disrespectful to me. And mm-hmm. I got to like be with her for almost a month when I stayed in Mexico. Mm-hmm. As a preteen. And I had that fear of like this lady's going to be mean to me because that's what I would. Yeah. And she wasn't. She'd be like, if anything, she'd just encourage me and be like, hey, like, here, we don't have washer and dryer. Go wash for yourself. A mano. And I'd be like, that's pretty cool. And so I'd go and do that. Yeah! (laughs) Is that supposed to scare me? (laughs) There's no washer and dryer. I don't fucking wash and dry at my house. Like, I was 11. (laughs) I'm like, sure, I'll do this. And. Or she'd be like, oh, ya comiste? Like, checking in on me and stuff like that. And then if I wasn't there, she'd be like, I haven't seen her. I don't know where she's at. Like, what is she up to? She's probably just wandering off or whatever. Doing
0: what a kid does, you know? Or give me
1: (laughs) money or, like, play loteria. Like, those are the memories that I have of her. And then eventually, a few years after that, I was probably, like, a teenager. Mm -hmm. She stayed here. That's right, she did. In my room. Like, she stayed in my room, and I had a twin size bed. So, like, I think my parents would be like, oh, we'll let her sleep in. I'm actually just going to repeat what I was saying. Okay. So, we had to cut off. (laughs) It's going to sound weird that we did this weird transition, but my dad (laughs) said something while we were recording. And so, what I was saying is how my. Grandma stayed here with us, and my parents were like, Let her stay in your bed. Mm. Um, and she did. Um, what we cut off also was me saying a story of <laughs> how when she stayed with me, you know, she had the option of either staying in la sala or on my bed, but she preferred staying in mm. el piso um, because that was easier for her, like going to the bathroom, which was near my room. And she also had, like, a bolsita that she, because she was an elderly woman already, obviously she just had to go. So she had her bag next to her um, to pee. And then in la noche, I just hear, like, the bag noise of her <laughs> crumbling it. And just be like, oh, okay, like, this is happening. I was just a kid, so. Also, I forgot that that used to be your room. Yeah. I my forgot da- my parents, about that. Yeah i know for a long time that was my childhood room i
0: forgot about that i have had like, every room in this house though. like i remember oh my god you <laughs> have- <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i remember like coming over and then going there but i don't know like i had it in my mind already but once you said it again i was like
1: oh yeah that was her room <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then the pictures you've seen también, like, where I had my computer was in there. Yeah. My desk. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I know. <laughs> memories. <laughs> memories. And then a lot of the stuff ya no tenemos, so. Yeah. Like, the computer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, well, that's computer from the early 2000s. Um so yeah that's kind of my combo on that i don't even know where i was going with that because we got interrupted (laughs) (laughs) on why i was talking oh because i was mentioning her Mm. just because i feel like now that i'm older and understanding her more Mm -hmm. i'm very defensive of her yeah because her kids are just very like and I can understand, you and me have had these conversations about, like, other women, examples, celebrities. Yeah. Of how the memories for the kids are totally different than, like, what we see within their parenting style or who they are as people. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, like, it's our family, so it's, like, I feel it's important for us to understand just how everything is so intertwined because it ends up affecting us we are affected by a lot of the bullshit that our family has experienced and continue being how they are Uh and so at least for me I'm definitely going to be the type of ancestor that's just fucking shit up. Like, that's what I want the descendants to know. You need someone to fuck shit up for you when um, you feel like you're on your own. Fucking summon me. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um. What will I want? You know, just some flowers, some incense, um, occasional coffee here and there. Things to, like... Call me in. For me, give me a bottle of tequila Anna <laughs> yeah. Tequila Yeah
0: I And mean. get my favorite one please <laughs> I won't settle for some cheap shit Anna
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> They fill up a shot glass
1: with water for me. I'm like
0: I know that's not fucking tequila
1: and I asked for her like what she liked and so one of my theas told me that she liked um coke up until like she was yeah like elderly and she knew she couldn't have certain sweets and stuff but mm-hmm. she really wanted like a taste of coke of coca-cola and like the, w- i mean the ones from mexico are fucking good mm. <laughs> so it's like yeah get her one of those and put that in the altar so yeah, best coke like
0: in the world oh my god oh my the god.
1: drink the drink the
0: drink the <laughs> drink
1: yeah oh <laughs> my god
0: yeah <laughs> you're like maybe not worded like that <laughs> I know
1: <laughs> not drugs I don't think she did drink I think she smoked like cigarettes I know she drank I think I, I won't but, but smoke she to I smoke. don't know I don't know smoke I'm
0: not 100% sure on gotta ask
1: uh-huh. gotta write these things down she comes to you in a
0: dream like no yeah i smoked a lot
1: i know she came to me in dreams before but she's always quiet and just looking at me yes. and she's always in her um is it batas, like floral ones with like little details ah, her batas, yeah her bathas yeah she's always in those <laughs> I
0: you were gonna say, like, she had a rebo- rebozo on or whatever, and I was like, oh. I don't think I ever saw her
1: like that. I think mm-hmm. I always see her We were with, at one time with about, batas. Or dresses. Oh, yeah, batas. I guess
0: they were dresses. Mm-hmm. But in the mornings, it was batas.
1: Yeah. In the late
0: night. Like, yeah, when it was nighttime, it was a batas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fucking love batas. Oh my god. <laughs> I really do. I have like two. <laughs> such a señora sometimes. No, but especially just
1: is getting off topic. I'm not, I no no, we no. Well, I was going to say did you want to add anything else to the topic of manipulation? Mm-hmm. No. we
0: gonna
1: say for next episode cuz Yeah, next episode. <laughs> okay. So, thank you so much for being with us. We're going to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um you can follow us on our Instagram or tiktok Alice melandino's podcast mm-hmm. and remember to be unapologetically you you know, fuck mm-hmm. what these people say and do be, be- you
0: be who you are. <laughs> i don't know if you get that no <laughs> well those of you who know no know. <laughs> i <knew it. laughs> okay, <This episode. laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You ready? <right. laughs> <laughs> All right. Boy. <laughs> and and see